0: Hello, my beautiful human family. Get out your scuba equipment because we are about to dive deep into all things subconscious mind. And we are gonna be talking about an advanced paradigm view of parts work, which is an absolutely life-changing modality that has been used across cultures, across different things, theories, across different modalities, across different understandings, and applied by so many teachers for centuries. And it is something that has personally helped my awareness game incredibly. So let's get into it. Okay, so... When we wanna look at parts work, we have to understand what the subconscious is and what a part is. So let's start taking a more advanced view of what that is all about. So within our subconscious mind and our subconscious emotional body and our subconscious physical body. There is a level of consciousness within our physicality. There's a level of consciousness within our mind. There's a level of consciousness within our emotional body and a conscious seat of these areas of self. What is consciousness? It is simply a view. It's a perspective. It's I'm observing this and so we have a consciousness that is forefront and a consciousness that is backfront. And what this means is if i'm looking at the conscious mind, that means that i'm highly identified with and aware of something. So throughout my day, i'm thinking certain thoughts that i am very identified with or aware with. These are the thoughts that are the most in the front of my mind. And the subconscious mind is like an iceberg. The subconscious emotional body is like an iceberg. The subconscious physical body is like an iceberg. And what that means is that there is a whole spectrum and different levels and varying degrees of awareness to the central core self that you are. What is the central or core self? Well, every single day I wake up and I start thinking thoughts and I'm aware of certain thoughts and I'm aware of the things that I am physically doing. I'm not necessarily aware of what makes me do them or how I feel about them all the time, but I am aware of the things that I'm doing. I'm aware of the conversations that I'm having and I am viewing from my core self a different varying degree of the subconscious. So I might be taking a look at this much of the iceberg. And on top of that, the little top of the subconscious that you're actually viewing, it might be like this shiny little, Um, object at the bottom of the lake, you have a very foggy faraway image of what it actually is and it feels very distant and disconnected from you. And so all of these subconscious emotions, these subconscious thoughts, these subconscious things happening within our body are occurring throughout the day and the core self or the conscious mind, the one that we're most identified with, the one that's the, the most forefront to us, which basically means that we have the most connection to it, the most awareness of it, we're in the lake with it. We're not looking at it from the top of the lake and it's all the way at the bottom. We're like swimming in it. And the practice of parts work is diving into the lake, getting your scuba equipment out and going deep, 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 deep down through the layers of the iceberg to really see what the object is. And to not just see it, but to look at it with a magnifying glass and to completely understand what is this object? What is it here to tell me? What is it here to communicate to me? Why is it here? And we can get more information about it when we actually go down and look at it. For example, if archeological explorers only saw a tiny shine of an object through the sand and never actually dug it out and never actually started doing the different science and preservation techniques and techniques that they have to understand that object or the information from it, we would not have all the information that we do about ancient humanity today. There's so much things that we have learned from archeological findings, but it's because the archeologi, uh, archeologi archeologists actually took the time to first of all, locate, the items, to see the items, to dig it up, to preserve it, to do different tests on it, and to do different experiments and understandings to get as much information as possible to it. They fit that piece of information into what we already knew about humanity at that time, at that cultural location. And they get even more information by understanding where that small puzzle piece fits in to the larger puzzle piece or the objective picture, right? This is what parts work is all about. The more understanding we have of us as a human. People go about their lives having this awareness. It's life that it's against us and it's circumstances that are against us. And at the end of the day, The thing that is the most against you progressing in your life and creating different choices is you. And we as a society do not propagate the idea of free will. We do not truly propagate the idea of personal accountability and personal responsibility. We do not understand psychology to the degree that it's like, oh, okay, our choices, how we feel about life, what we perceive to be available to us or not available to us, the paradigm or the reality or the way that we're looking at a certain thing is actually making up what we feel is available to us, our possibility to see new availabilities, to see new choices, to see new directions if we change the way that we look at things, then we can see a number of different ways that we can go about changing our life, getting what we want. And society does not view it this way. Now, our parts have been developed because psychological program within us from the time that we're born that compartmentalizes different aspects of our personality, our desires, our strategy, our emotional trauma, our experiences. What it is, is that In moments of survival, in moments of stress, in moments where our nervous system is on high alert, especially in childhood, the parts of our developmental brain that could see adult logic reasoning were not there. And so our nervous system kind of took over and the parts of our brain that are more animalistically designed for survival have took over to develop our idea of self, our idea of the world, our idea of our paradigm. Our world, our idea of who we are as an individual, our idea of the world around us. Our idea of life is all developed in childhood because as a baby, you come in as a blank slate. And through our growing up experience, we start developing the mirroring from the adults around as a learned technique. So for instance, if in childhood, I noticed that when I was sick or not feeling well, the adults always responded in a certain way, I develop strategies around having people have pity for me. If I notice that in childhood that anger or aggression got my parents' attention, then I develop strategies around anger. If I notice in in a certain moment I was so unwell and so Oh, unable to cope in a situation that the only thing that would keep me safe was to physically disconnect from my body. Now I've created a strategy around physical, physically disconnected from my body. You know, have a message or a strategy within me like, oh, binging these things or being addicted to these different things are giving me enough pleasure that I can cope with this situation and therefore that will help my survival. So we develop strategies that help us adapt to social situations, that help us adapt to how we are going to feel the best in the situations that we're in, in our life circumstances, and how we are going to find survival. There are also different personality um, tactics for these different parts, and there is a voice within these parts. There is a view of the world within these parts, And it's all based off of the specific compartmentalization of how those specific events, those specific people that this compartmentalization of your life experience was in contact with. Now the subconscious body could be an entire separate video itself. All of these topics could, but this one is a little bit too diverse for this video in and of itself, but I will be making one in a future video. But I will just say, that the body is also a vessel of consciousness, even though it is a physical thing and we perceive our emotions and our mind and our spirit to be the consciousness that is pouring through it, our body is another level of consciousness within us and it has its own awareness. When we are touched in a certain way, it develops a certain memory. It develops a certain response it has its own level of experience within the world. It is not separate from the different levels of our consciousness. It is just that the cells have formulated to create a physical consciousness instead of Um, an emotional consciousness, which is less physical, mental consciousness, which is less physical versions of our spirit. It's all consciousness. It's just the atoms within cells are mostly made up of 99.9% space anyways, is just the way that the energy or you can look at it as light or prana has come together and been engineered to be a physical consciousness instead of a formulation that is less physical. It's just, it's literally just density and it's experience is literally just a different form of consciousness. So why is it in your benefit to see these parts and go down to the ocean and dig up that shiny object and observe it and take it back to the lab for questioning? Well, because these are aspects of yourself. This is how your choices are being made. And a lot of the time, what we want and what we think about has a lot of opposition within us. And it's not always in our best interest the parts of our consciousness that are making the decisions and we're not even most of the time connected to or aware of the major reasons and the major parts of ourselves who are the ones making the choices and thinking the thoughts and basically driving the wheel of your car. And so we can become the software programmer instead of having the software on autopilot and that's gonna change your entire life, that's gonna shift your entire life, that is gonna help your relationship to your life feel better. And we can work on the resistance that we have to our life through this work. So when we wanna take on a part, we want to start with a phrase of command. So a phrase of command is essentially a decision within us that that is the part we are gonna now talk to. So that's all you have to do is with your own free will, you just have to decide, I'm gonna take a step back from my core self, from my central identity, and I am going to essentially try on the hat of this compartmentalization within me. So if I'm an archeologist, all of my focus and attention is going to be on that clay pot that I discovered from the 1800s. It's not going to be on the other wooden spoons. It's not going to be on the the dwellings that I found. It's My entire focus is going to be on learning about the clay pot and letting the clay pot be the only thing I'm focusing on. So it's an identification that we take on with that aspect of ourself in order to learn about it and become the clay pot. So we put on the hat of this one compartmentalization through the command of our own free will, through the choice of our own free will, through to the decision and through the awareness and trust within the universe that absolutely this part exists within me. And absolutely the only thing that I need to do to dive into the lake and learn about it is to decide that I'm gonna do that, to decide that I'm gonna identify it. Our system is carrying the file cabinet, or the library, of all of these parts within us already. And your system knows how to find that part. Your system knows that that part exists. Your system knows where it is. Your system knows how to access it. And all you have to do with your own free will is to go into the library and say, I would like to read this book, and let's take a look and open up the pages. And so you say a command that works for you personally. What works for me personally is to demand within myself, okay, I'm gonna release myself of all the parts I'm currently playing and I am going to decide to take on this part instead. So the next technique here is that you have to have a name for the part. So whatever your awareness of that part is. so. So far, you only have the awareness, okay, at the bottom of the lake, I see that there's a shiny object down there that I come in contact with throughout my life quite often. And that part could be like, okay, I notice that when I'm making the decisions of what to do with my day and what to do with my free time specifically, I'm starting to feel depressed. I'm starting to feel claustrophobic. I'm starting to feel like I don't have options. I'm starting to feel maybe lonely. And so you could find a title that personally works best for you that says, okay, I would like to take on the part of me that comes up when I have free time. And that might work for one person. And then what you're doing is you're channeling. And all channeling is, is a process of trust, a process of surrender, a process of letting go. So again, you're ordering from your own system, from your own inner world, okay? I'm gonna take a step back and I'm gonna open the book of the part of me that comes up when I have free time. I wanna learn about that part. And all channeling is, is an act of surrender. So you can take deep breaths. You can take 10 deep breaths in and out. Um, You can try moving your body when you're doing it. You can try activating that part with a certain trigger that it's associated with you can activate it by helping a part of its identity come up. So for instance, if you're someone that wears glasses sometimes and contacts other times, or maybe you don't wear contacts, you may try taking your glasses off and looking in the mirror at your blank face, or you may try putting the glasses on because you might associate a certain part of your identity with wearing those glasses. You can physically get changed to wear something that reminds you of the part. You can do a certain thing or a certain physical activation that is reminding you of that part. You could think of the next time that you're gonna have free time and pretend to start planning what you're gonna do there and let that part come out. So find a way to activate the experience of that part, but it's really just surrender. It's really just knowing that the book exists within your library. It's knowing that your system knows how to find it. It's knowing that all you have to do is activate the decision to go there with your free will, trusting that that's going to automatically happen. It's like breathing. If you, with your own free will say, I wanna go into that part, your system knows how to do it. Your system knows how to breathe. Your system knows how to circulate the blood through your body. Needs need you to get that it is Automatic that when you trust that when you surrender that when you let your body find that part it gets there And what's gonna happen is we need to stop the part of us that wants to decide Okay. Oh my god. I need to have a certain relationship with this part immediately or otherwise. It's not there. Oh My god, it needs to look a certain way or otherwise. I'm not there. This is a problem that a lot of people come into is that the part of them that wants to have control over the experience which is not their system automatically doing it for them, automatically pairing up the book and you can start opening and reading it, that's not that. It's this control that says, I need reassurance that I'm doing this properly. I need reassurance of what this looks like. I've never had this experience before and so I need to know what it looks like. So what you need to do is you need to realize that if you are just looking at the title of the book, you have the book in front of you and you're just looking at the title, you're not gonna know all the pages. You have to read the book in order to know what the story of the book is. And so you may not have a connection with the emotions of it right away. You may not have a connection with the thoughts of it right away. You may not have a connection with exactly what it feels like to be in that part. The entire point of parts work is to open the book and start reading it. And through reading the book, you start getting identification with the main character i.e you i.e this part of your consciousness and you start to identify with its emotions and connect with its emotions you start to identify with its thoughts so you're meant to have an understanding of this part within yourself means to learn about it which means to care about how it feels, which means to care about its experience, to become connected to it. So there is usually opposition within us and there is usually a judgment within us of certain parts where we're like, that's not okay, that's not serving us, that part of me is not gonna get me what I want. So we have to become in a state of radical acceptance of it and connection of it. Okay, I care about the little girl that's crying, I care about why she's crying, I care about why she's having a fit, I care about why she's acting up, and I care about this because I see her experience as valid, I see her as valid, and I genuinely wanna help her as she is. I don't wanna change her. I don't wanna make her different. I don't want her to become someone else. I understand that she's a little girl with only a certain nervous system capacity that is going through these experiences and the way that she's feeling, the way that she's thinking is valid, the way that she's reacting is valid. And so I just wanna learn about what her experience was, what her perception of her experience was, because I can't help her if I don't completely and radically understand why she's thinking what she's thinking, why she's doing what she's doing. And I need to also know what happened to her, what experience made her feel this way, and what that experience looked like from her perspective, what meaning she took from it. So it's a state of connection, as if there was a small child within us that we're picking up, that we're holding, that we're coddling, we're like, okay, just tell me about it, what happened, let me know. And so we have to understand these parts without trying to change them. We have to understand that the more we read the book, the more pages that we go through, the more connection we'll have to it, the more we'll understand it. And it is only then that we will know what it specifically needs to help it. So if a little girl is freaking out and you're just like, everything's gonna be okay, and she doesn't think that everything's gonna be okay, and that's not what she needs to hear, you're not helping. And she's just gonna continue having the fit and she's gonna just gonna continue being upset and she doesn't understand the things that you understand and you don't understand the things that she understands about her experience. And so you're in opposition to each other and you're trying to get her to be your way and do things your way because you just want her to be different. No, you have to listen to her. You have to say, okay, what happened? What do you make it mean? Why do you feel that way? You have to understand her. You have to be open to her. So we have to understand and we have to learn about these parts and we can do this by activating it with questions okay so i heard that you're having this problem tell me about this problem that you're having tell me about xyz that you're doing in occurrence to this problem tell me about xyz that you feel in occurrence to this problem what is it that you look like this helps you get a good connection with the part because it can show you an image. If I put a mirror up to you, what would you look like? It can help you be connected to the part by getting a visual or even an auditory connection with it. Okay, what would you sound like? Okay, maybe I'm screaming. What would you look like? Maybe I'm a little girl crying in the corner. Maybe I'm like a dead dog that's been beaten. This will help you get connection with the part and more understanding with it. Do you have a name? Are you male or female? Just. Questions like this, but the most important questions to ask the part is as if you were doing an interview to understand what it went through. Okay, when was the first time that you felt that way? What were you going through? What message were you given? Uh, What experiences did you have? What is your strategy to deal with those experiences? And as you continue going through this book, then you want to start learning about it in relationship to other parts of yourself, or specifically in relationship to your central self, your core self, and in relationship to the opposition within you. So the part of you that doesn't want what this little girl wants. The part of you that doesn't think that's a good idea. The part of you that wants something completely differently. So this is usually eight parts of us that are combative in nature because what it thinks is survival what it thinks is gonna get it what it wants is a different strategy because it's had different experiences that don't add up and so you can ask it questions like okay how do you feel about this part of you that wants to have a lot of fun in our free time or this part of you that wants to uh, work on self-development and your free time. What message do you have for that part? How does that part make you feel? How does that part interact with you? What's your perspective on that part? And you can go in to the opposition that tells you, okay, I wanna work on self-development from the part that is depressed and lonely. And you can say the same thing. Okay, well, this part is feeling lonely. This part is feeling depressed. It's stuck in isolation. It's stuck in feeling like it can't get its needs or wants met and you help that oppositional part have an understanding. And again, all you're doing is channeling, and that means you're allowing the emotions and the thought to be in the forefront of your consciousness and to get more information about it. Just by doing that, I want you to get, if you can just bring these parts into the forefront of your consciousness, into the forefront of your emotions, the awareness, the consciousness and the awareness of the observation and the connection to it is going to radically change your awareness and your ability to integrate it into your life in a way that is less resistant and more helpful. Instead of pushing it away, we're taking it closer. But if you want it to have even more progression for your life, you want to also have a conversation between the opposition within you, which means to go from one point of perspective to another point of perspective and to see if you can find the best interest of both of these points of perspectives and the overall best interest of your well being by having a conversation about what that might be how can we come to agreement? It's like an argument that you're trying to be the mediator for and you're trying to find a way that serves everybody, that feels good to everybody. And that is gonna look different depending on what you find. Parts work is not as hard or as difficult as people make it out to be. You just have to be willing to allow, you have to be willing to trust and you have to release resistance to whether you're doing a good job or a bad job, and you just have to realize that any connection that you have to these parts of yourself, any ability that you have to go into the lake and to dig up the shiny object, any connection that you have is you diving into your subconscious, you going and observing the deeper layers of that iceberg is everything and it is going to serve your life far more than if you don't do it at all. And the more you do it, the deeper you will develop an ability to do it. You can't ride a bike if you've never ridden a bike. You don't know how to become an Olympic athlete if you've never practiced. You don't know how to become a mountain biker if you've never gotten on a bike before. So it's through the first steps. It's through allowing yourself to go back to kindergarten in these areas to be rudimentary and to know that yes, it's something new, it's not gonna happen naturally right away, but the more time you dedicate to it, the more time you spend there. Any time that you have doing this is going to help you understanding of its thoughts and you can start to analyze the story by reading it. So when this compartmentalization is in our subconscious, even though it's taking actions throughout our day and it's very much a part of the life that we're living and it's very much has some control over what's going on in your life and how it feels about life, it is through us taking out that one part of our consciousness and reading it through and becoming completely identified with it, that we can start to analyze it, we can start to connect with it, we can start to understand it. And through that analyzation, through that connection, through that understanding with it, it bridges the gap between it being this far away thing that we know nothing about, to it coming into the conscious mind and integrating with the conscious mind so that we can understand what needs it has we can understand what it wants and doesn't want, and we can actually have the opportunity to communicate with it as if it were a small child within us that is stuck in certain experiences, and it's stuck in certain strategies, and it's stuck without information. A little girl on her own, or a little boy on his own, should not be the one in charge of your life. Them staying stuck in a moment of childhood where they were freaking out and they didn't know what to do should not be the person to decide what career you should choose. Do you see what I'm saying here? We get to be the adult for those parts of us that developed that story that got written before the adult brain got formed, before the adult started. parts of us started developing, that story that already got written based off of lack of information, based off of lack of resources, based off of lack of physical capability, brain capacity, and logic. And so we get to fill in the blanks for that little girl or that little boy. And we fill in the blanks by reading the story. So the only thing that you need to be first and foremost concerned with when it comes to parts work is allowing that surrendering process to happen And you start by reading one word at a time, one page at a time, one sentence at a time, and you will become more connected to it, you trust it. And then what you do is you, first of all, you have to make sure that you're not freaking out like, oh my God, am I making this up? Does this make sense? It is your brain. It is your mind. It is your emotions. You cannot be making it up. If you have with your own free will decided to call upon a part, whatever is coming up is relevant to that part, whatever. It is it doesn't have to make sense at first and it could be this shadow that you're judging within yourself and all of our other shadows start freaking out and they're like oh my god this one shadow that I'm bringing up maybe it's just me making that shadow up maybe it's not relevant maybe it doesn't make sense again you need to just trust because it is actually like Freaking impossible for you to just trust the experience and demand this of your free will and Allow it to happen when the system brings up the book it is actually impossible for you to be making anything up because if it's coming up within you it is a part of you and Why would it be any other part when you've decided to go into that part? And you can't make it up because anything that's happening is a part of you. Any thought is a part of you any Feeling is a part of you. Any desire is part of you can't make up a part of you. It exists within you It is you so it is real and it is relevant and understanding it will be a benefit And all we have to do is continue diving up Diving deep and a lot of these things that we feel like we're making up That's actually the things that will activate our understanding of the story And so we just let ourselves start having verbal diarrhea we just let ourselves let anything come out that needs to come out and the more of that coming out the more we'll understand what we need to do about it in your life and you really can't do it wrong any level of ability that you have to connect to doing this work is going to help you a lot and i will say that finding a facilitator like myself for parts work is going to immensely, 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 immensely help you to do this work and to integrate and it will be extremely healing. But if you can do this work in any way, whether it's with a journal, whether it's making a video recording of yourself, or an audio recording of yourself, any connection that you can get with those subconscious aspects of self will start giving you a closer relationship to the self, to all different parts of yourself, which creates a deeper sense of wholeness, a deeper sense of taking yourself in, loving yourself, bringing yourself closer, and therefore having more power and free will in your life because how can we have free will if we're not even understanding or connected to the parts of us that are choosing different things? So it helps you play a more active role in your life and it helps you shift your paradigm and you can't do it wrong. You can't do it wrong. No matter how rudimentary you start out doing it, just keep practicing. Just keep bringing these parts up because the most important and profound part of this work is to feel them at all. You don't have to be the best at creating a third option between the opposition. You don't have to be the best at asking questions. Maybe you'll have a hard time with maintaining your conscious perspective with the subconscious. Maybe you'll struggle with staying there. It doesn't matter. Any amount of time that you spend feeling these parts, seeing these parts, literally just having them within you in a more conscious, forefront way, in a less subconscious way, which means it's not as hidden, is going to help your, your level of empowerment and your level of resistance to yourself and to life immensely. And it's the most valuable part of parts work. If I could give you one advice for advanced parts work, it is just to start anywhere. Taking the consciousness of parts on instantly helps it start to integrate with your whole self and with your whole consciousness, to be more in control of and have more free will over the decisions that one part is making, to have it less in opposition with your central self, And if you can go from different points of perspective just by channeling them, which just means to take it on, which just means to have it more in your awareness, you're learning about it in some way, you're more connected to it in some way, any amount of going from one perspective to the other perspective, these oppositional parts, instantly helps these parts understand and see each other, instantly tears the wall down between them within your consciousness, and instantly is going to start the integration process so that you can be more connected to your free will. I hope that this helps. And if you want to learn more about me or work with me personally, you can go to lushheartsblossoming.com. Please subscribe for more videos and free technique on self-development. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you want to find out more about me, you can go to lushheartsblossoming.com. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please follow us for more content and also feel free to leave a review and write a comment to let me know how you felt about this.